Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I don't know. Oh, there it is. Welcome in. It's a hump day. Hump day. Edition <laughs> of the middle. I've been up since 5 a.m. For what? I'm all cranked up. Yeah, preparing for this fucking show. <laughs> Uh, doing my podcast, taking my wife to go take her car in to get worked on, dropping her off at work, you know, come home, do, you know, I'm, I, I'm busy. I just keep going, man. I just got to keep going, you know, wow. five in the morning. Yeah. I got probably in your beauty sleep by then. Yeah. Five in the morning. I'm still sleeping. I woke up at yeah. uh seven 30 this morning, went out and worked out, you know, oh, got a nice little, well, that's a yeah. pretty early day for you. That's, that's extremely early for me, but I, you know, I had a nice little workout in, you know, feeling pretty good about myself. Good. Uh, and uh, as soon as I get, you know, as soon as I appear on a show, what, 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 I, what do I get hit with? Get Seth on the show. Well, so yeah, you're gonna I'm get hit with that because right I noticed, now. I noticed something on uh, when in my preparation that he went on a show uh, that got very limited views. That's all I'm gonna say about it. And um, he was, uh, he was on this show, and I'm like, if he's on that show, why the hell is he on this show? <laughs> Because I know the amount of views that that show gets, even on the the ones that go back to watch it, you know, after it's, you know, on demand and it pales in comparison. I'm just saying, not ripping anybody. I'm just saying that if Seth does that show, he should be doing this show. Absolutely. Okay. So let's see if we have somebody reached out. I reached out to Randy Brown. Um, I don't know if Zangaro's around. You know, a lot of times these beat writers now they go on a little vacation, which I don't blame them for. The football season's over for all the guys that cover the Eagles. Um, but we got mock drafts to get into. They're starting to roll out. We got no love for Doug Peterson, apparently, that we have to talk about. And there's Sixers rumors of flying like crazy. I don't know if there's any truth to any of them. Uh, but I want to bring him up. Derek Carr is being discussed in trades, apparently, according to the NFL.com. Uh, Dak Prescott, which I do not follow him on Twitter, but apparently he he uh, agreed with the fans uh, who threw trash onto the field after the Cowboys loss at the refs. At the well, apparently the the fans came out and said, "Yeah, we were throwing it at the refs. They weren't throwing it at their own players." Uh, but they were throwing it at the refs, and Dak was cool with that. And he put out some sort of post on his social media, and he has now since have to walk that back. He we and McCarthy see. did it. Me oh, and they McCarthy, did. McCarthy too. Uh, um, um, he he agreed with the fans. Really? Yes. Yes. Oh wow! He agreed with the fans. He he has been he has been blaming the officials like for the last two months. That absolutely, McCarthy. absolutely. Yeah. What a, what a joke. Um. And there's players now speaking up for Mr. Basaccia out in Las Vegas that want him to continue on as the Raiders head coach. I don't know if that affects the the uh, Derek Carr situation or what, but we got a Mel Kuyper mock draft. Um, I got a rip college basketball. Uh, we got a whole lot to do. it. And apparently uh, Jalen Hurts' mom checks in 
on Jacob Media Sports for all the Eagles content and has weighed in against said host. Who? Me. Are you? <laughs> she, Jalen Hurts's mom, I'm sure she's a lovely woman named Pam, I believe. Pam Hurts uh, appeared in the stream, according to Xander, on one of our episodes uh, from about a week or so ago, where you brought up, you were you were touting the fact that uh, Jalen Hurts is a he's a Pro Bowl alternate, and I'm like, who cares? I'm a Pro Bowl alternate, <laughs> and she saw that and said, uh, "No, Harry, you're not." <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> How great is that? That's see, see. We love you, Pam. Next, next thing you know, man, you're gonna be doing Campbell Soup commercials with oh, her, man. That's, that's right. <laughs> oh, don't tell me. Don't even tell me that you would recommend Jalen Hurts and Pam do a Campbell Soup commercial. Absolutely. Oh my God. Absolutely. Pro Bowl oh. quarterback, baby. Oh, <laughs> even you can't say it with a straight face. Anymore. Hold on, hold on. Now look at the text I just sent you. Um, yeah, there it is, right up there. Pamela Hertz, four days ago. Harry, you are not an alternate. <laughs> <laughs> Just like you said it, too. Yes. Harry, you are not the father. No, you are, you not, are not the not father. The yeah, right. <laughs> I feel like in the Maury Povich show right here. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, Pam. Oh, yeah. That, is, that is tremendous. Um, Love all right. It, man. Now, now, you sent me. Oh, you sent me a copy of the text that you sent. You needed to see the text. You see, I text him. Yeah. But hold on. Look at the look at the um the text I sent him before that. Let me see. I see Happy New Year's. What else we got? Oh, 2022 Pro Bowl roster. I sent that to him back in January 2nd. Uh-huh. Just reaffirming what I was saying about Jalen Hurst being a isn't that just how the clouds line up and the stars and yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah? But you know what? You know one thing I noticed here though, uh, he didn't respond. No, because we were on the show when I sent it. To oh, him. okay. <laughs> we were on the show when he's when I sent that I, to him. Yeah. If you say that to him on the show, he's going Barrett. Yeah. <laughs> Look Barrett. at the time I sent it. We're right on the. We're right in deep into the show right Barrett. now. Barrett. Like I love when he goes Barrett. <laughs> all he all he has to do is hit me with a. I hate to do it to you. Yeah, I, I hate to, I love you, but I hate to do it to you. <laughs> oh my God, that's awesome! So you see, the message is sent. Right, I know. Yeah, yo, bro, can you jump on the show? Was the gist, right? Yes. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. Um, you, know, you know, that's that's amazing, man. That she 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 said that, man, because Harry, you're world renowned, and For just what? so you know, you're world renowned around here. You know, you got you got quarterbacks' mothers. You know, mm -hmm. calling you out. Cursing my name. Yes. 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 You're not. <laughs> you are not. <laughs> oh, that's, that's funny. That is funny. Now, I can tell the way that she put that, she actually thinks some of the, what we do is funny. Right. You know right. what I mean? Right. Like, that right. didn't seem mean-spirited to me. No. You no, know what I mean? Not at all. Not at all. So, like, that, it could have went off. Like, like I've, I've had, I have people uh, I have people on my Facebook. This uh -huh. one guy said, hey. Could you stop with the ah da da? I'm like, no. no. You... Yes, yes. Well, who, who is this guy? He needs to be outed. Man, I don't know who this guy is. My mom wanted to cuss him out. I told my mom, Mom, just chill. It's okay. It's all right. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. I thought they didn't like that uh, that kind of uh, back talk on Facebook. Well, he said it. You know what I'm yes. saying? He said, you usually have good stuff, Brooks, 
but you need to stop with the ah da da. And I started to send some, you know, bad bass. I said, no, I'm, I'm, I'm wow. gonna let him. Well, he obviously he doesn't get the ah da da. No, he doesn't. He you doesn't. Know? Yeah. You know, he doesn't. And that's the, you know, that's the problem. He doesn't get the gist of what right. that really means. You know. You know, we don't have time, enough time in the day to educate everybody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like I just don't. I, I just don't have time for it anymore. I used to think that I had the time. Uh, trust me, I don't. Uh, <laughs> But we got to get into this. I saw uh, McMullen tweet this yesterday. John McMullen, of course. If you're not following him, then you're not a football fan. All right. Uh, At JF McMullen. He says, no one has even jumped in the pool yet, but it sure seems to be trending in the direction of Doug Peterson not getting a job in this cycle, which is absolutely bananas. Now, what do you say to that? That's that's what's called absolute craziness. You, I mean, I guess everybody's wanting these new um, head coaches, these new wave head coaches. But I mean, Doug just won a Super Bowl four years ago. I know. Why is he not a it, head coach somewhere? It's puzzling to me. You well, know? I mean, it has, it has everything to do with. I think this organization saying and thinking that they can bring anybody into this organization as a head coach, and they can make them a good head coach. Right. Because I really feel as though that now they're saying, all right, see, we told you Nick Sirianni's a good coach because we made him a good coach. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily he is a good coach. We're a GM factory. We're a quarterback factory. And we're a head coach factory. Yes. And I think that's what it is, man. I mean, right. This they they really believe that mm-hmm. they are what made Doug Peterson successful. They mm-hmm. are his success. Right. It wasn't about him. No, we it's brought in the us, players. Them. Yeah. yeah. We brought in the players. We set the culture here. We set you and put you in place to do our directive. Right. And that's why we're successful. So it didn't matter who we bring in. In fact, there's so many factories going on here with this Eagles organization. They're putting more smog into the environment than China right now. <laughs> Quarterback factories. China. General, general manager factories and head coach factories. All right. Right. Just right. don't pollute the water. Okay? Right. <laughs> all right. That's all I ask you. Morning, it, Mom. It, it's puzzling. Yeah, Phyllis Brooks checks in on the on the stream here saying, Good morning, middle. Yes, I was loaded. Yes. Yeah, now what does that me mean? Because she was she was like, um, can I say something? I was like, no, nah, mom, don't say anything to him. He better watch who he's talking to. Oh, when she, she was, was talking about the Facebook guy, she was yeah, loaded. Yeah, she was hot, man. Yeah, she was hot. <laughs> loaded meaning she might have had her snake charmer out. Oh, yeah, that's you know, what I'm you saying. Know snake charmer is. You can't play with her, man. I'm Fantastic. telling you. I'm telling you. Fantastic. Love mom, but you know she's trying to get to heaven now. That's why she loves her grandkids and stuff. Right. Because that is not the same mom I was raised with. Is bro. that what is that what this is? This is all an attempt to yeah, she, uh, to secure to the afterlife. Yes. yes, she is. She's trying to get to heaven, boy. Man, oh man, y'all don't understand. Oh, she man. she went out looking for me. She had a machete one time in her in her bathrobe looking for me one time. I was out kicking it. She Wait a trying second. to find me. A machete? Yes, yes. I'm glad she didn't find me. Wow. I got the away. only the only other time I've even heard the term machete mentioned really in conversations when somebody was talking about the very tragic situation that had to do with Sean Taylor. Wasn't there a machete involved in that? I don't know. Yeah, I thought I he got somebody, shot. I think somebody but he had a machete in his house and somebody broke in and I thought the machete was involved in the whole situation. Oh, man. I don't know, man. I, I remember whenever I hear machete, machete, I'm like, oh, there, there was a movie machete. And, oh, yeah. Uh, 
And then I just had the experience with my mom with the machete. Wow. That yeah. is not a very common item. No, it's In this not. country, at least. Absolutely. That's why I'm glad I did not catch up her when she had it. I made it back home right. uh, before she got home. <laughs> but I, I'm uh, I'm curious about this Doug Peterson thing because you know it wasn't like the Eagles poisoning the waters for him. Um, they wouldn't do that with a with a guy like Doug. No. So is it does this sort of go back to even when he was hired? Remember, you know, Michael Lombardi right. made some comments publicly, and the, there wasn't really an outcry of other teams or anybody saying man, they were clamoring to get Doug. It was the Eagles and the Eagles alone. And they right. surrounded Doug, or Doug surrounded himself, to his credit, with other really good uh, assistant coaches. And as a group, you know, they found a way to get into a Super Bowl and win the damn thing. And after that, it all broke up and, and sort of Doug was exposed. And his inability to recreate the staff, you know, that was similar to what he had, ended up really being his downfall. Well, Harry, you remember they hired the defensive coordinator, Swartz, before they even hired him. Right. They didn't even give him the, the right to pick his own defense. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's Which what was happened. odd. Which you know, that's odd. what happened with him um, and, and him leaving because mm -hmm. he didn't have the autonomy to pick his guys. He wanted to keep guys, bring guys in, and they wouldn't let him do that. Mm -hmm. They were the ones that were picking these guys after. I guess that's what they felt. Right. I, I'm on the belief that. No matter what happens, you know what I'm saying? If, if you have a coach and you can get your players to believe in that coach and that coach is that guy, then, you know, it, it really doesn't matter. Right. It really doesn't matter. I mean, the guy, the head coach is, is in the trenches with these guys every day. Mm -hmm. They're in the meetings with them. They're out there in practice with them. They see him around. They never see the GM. Every once in a while, he goes out on the field. Right. Every once in a while, he see, you see the owner. It's more about the coach and being able to articulate with his players – what the passion, what the culture is, how they need to play. And um, you know, and, and it's it's also a double-edged sword because it can also be um it can also be counterintuitive to 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 what you want the players to play like. As in Gannon. Gannon's right. a little soft as far as how he calls games, so that's what happens. You know, they played a little soft. You know what I'm saying? Right. If you're an aggressive play caller, the the guys you put your coaching will take on that mindset, you know, and, mm -hmm. and that's what's going on, man. Um, I would have been very curious to see how Doug would have done with a, a year, a full year with Jalen Hurts as the guy. Um, that would have, you know, I'm curious to see how that turned out. I have no idea. How I, it you know what? I'm going to tell you the truth. I don't know if it would have turned out right or good. Oh, really? Right. Okay. Well, that will hold that thought then because that's interesting. Because if you add that to what I'm going to say here, which is obvious stuff, I'm not creating any new news. You saw the franchise quarterback's relationship with that head coach totally crumble. And, you know, the whole thing went in the toilet so much that uh, they blew the whole thing up three years after winning a Super Bowl, losing the franchise quarterback, uh, jettisoning the head coach, the defensive coordinator opted for retirement. I mean, the whole thing just blew up. And, all of that smoke, I think now might be reflecting very negatively on Doug Peterson with other organizations. I don't know. You're right. And you add that to what you just said, which I'm interested to know why you think it might not have gone so well with Doug and Jalen. Maybe that does make for a cocktail of we have no interest. 
Well, I, I just don't know if Doug would have taken the mindset that um, Sirianni has taken as far as running the ball, totally changing the identity of the team mm. to, to fit the players. I think Doug was pretty set on what he thought he wanted his team to look out and how his coaching style would help the team. Right. He understood, Sirianni understood that he needed to run the ball because he just didn't have the horses in to run the race that he wanted to run. Right. But he did have horses on the in the other track, which allowed him to be successful. And that's running, that's a running track over there. Doug was hell bent on passing the ball regardless. Like he Andy. Was, yeah, he was like the Andy. second coming of Andy. Yeah. He wanted that. Okay, oh. yeah. Uh Howie Roseman apparently is speaking. And we're gonna have John McMullen on afterwards uh to recap the whole thing. But apparently, uh he has just said that Jalen Hurts will be the 2022 starting QB for the Eagles. So there it is, right from the general manager's mouth. There it is. So that means, well, I, I'm to take that to mean that he's not trading draft picks for Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson or anybody else. I don't know if I believe that wholeheartedly. Ah, look at you. I don't believe that wholeheartedly. And, and, <laughs> look, and that, I'm usually the one that is the cynic on this show. Right. <laughs> Uh, just because, you know, first time they dangle Russell Wilson in front of him, he's going to mm. jump at that. You think I mean, so? He's going to jump at it. I, there's no question in my mind he's going to jump at that. And he might be saying, all right, he's going to be the quarterback for next year, which means he might trade up, use two of those first-round draft choices to trade up and get a quarterback in the first round. And, and Jalen starts the year as yeah. Jalen starts the year as the starter in week nine. They move in uh, – you know, Malik Willis or whoever it exactly. is. Exactly. Yeah. Just like they did with Doug Peterson. Right, right. With Doug and Donovan. Yeah. 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 So, well. I mean, that, to me, that means nothing to me. Okay. You know, if they truly believe that Jalen Hurts is the quarterback going into the future, and you'll know from after this, from after um, this press conference, then you'll, you know, the three draft picks, if he does talk about those three first-round draft picks, he's going to talk about positions of need. If they don't mm -hmm. talk about positions of need, He's he's going in a different direction. Period. Mm -hmm. Positions of need, we absolutely need to pick up a pass rusher in the first round. Absolutely, there's right. no way around it. We need a pass rusher in the first round. After that, I don't know what direction they go in. Yeah, I really don't have an idea or a clue. Of course, right. you know what I want. I want a, a, a linebacker. You want a, a defensive end or a linebacker or both? Yes, I yeah. want both, and I want either a corner, a safety. Or another offensive lineman. Well, we got a, a Mel Kuyper mock draft that we will get into today. That was just released, I believe, this morning uh, on ESPN.com. And since I have the ESPN Plus, uh, even though now I can't watch Temple basketball because their game got postponed again because of the virus, uh, we will have <laughs> access to Mel Kuyper's mock draft. It wasn't because of Temple, though. It was Wichita State apparently had an issue. Oh, the Shockers. The Shockers, yes, uh, had an issue. So they canceled the game, and I'm just sitting here wondering, well, now they got another week and a half until they play again, or what, another week. Can't we schedule the Drexel game that got postponed a right. month ago? You know, let, let's play a game, <laughs> please. You know, like two get athletic directors, get on the phone. Let's uh, find a playground. And let's go play the game. <laughs> he said, find a playground outside. Find, yeah, let's, let's just find play a playground outside. outside. <laughs> Apparently, the virus will not uh, disturb you outside. So let's go play the freaking game. But anyway, um, get back to the Doug Peterson thing. 
Um, could there be a league sort of wide uh, thought that Doug Peterson was kind of sort of the accidental genius in that whole Super Bowl? And it was like a, you know, uh, lightning in a bottle. Um, things can, Nick Foles was largely responsible for the whole damn thing anyway. And the fact that, that, you know, when there's the three coaches weren't together, you know, once it blew up and Reich and, and, uh, DeFilippo left that, you know, Doug didn't look so good and he's not that attractive I, I, I think as that's a head absolutely, coach. I think that's absolutely the case. Not taking... I'm not going to take all of it away from from Doug Peterson. Of course, he you know he he called the plays. Of course, he he's the guy that um that held all that all that together. He was the glue that held that whole um you know thing together. Mm-hmm. But I don't know necessarily if they think that Doug uh, could really keep a team together. Like you know, because towards the end, it's, when it got bad, it got bad, bro. It got yeah. really bad. And yeah. even though they made it to the playoffs, you know, two years after that, for two years, for two years, yeah. They didn't do anything really to 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 put them in a position. They just stayed like almost like status quo. They stayed around, you know, the same round draft pick, you know, nineteenth, yeah. eighteenth around there. And it was a bad division well. too. I mean, you know, right. it's almost like I mean, look at what uh, Washington did last year. Somebody had to win it, and it wasn't much better the year before. You know, when the Eagles went to the playoffs and the year before that. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of interesting because I would have thought that he would at least. You know, all of a sudden, Dan Quinn turned into Bill Parcells. Exactly. And everybody wants to talk to Dan Quinn, right? Did they, who I mean, blew did they a not Super Bowl. That? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Did blew they blew a Super that? Bowl up 28-3 to and has since then been the coordinator for Dallas of a team that lost a home playoff game as a favorite to the 49ers. So why is he so freaking valued? It's unbelievable I, to me. I really don't understand that. I mean, it it it, it really – um it, it – it kind of it's kind of pissing me off, man. Because you know, you look at what he's done. I mean, they had a great draft. Okay, he had a great draft. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, you know, he's really done nothing. I mean, Michael Parsons is just a baller. Period. Right. Point blank. I mean, there's there's you know nothing else you can say about it. You can put him anywhere on the field, and he's gonna make you look good. Right. It's not like the defenses he was calling was making him good. Right. Those guys just look good because they you know they had guys that take chances. Right, I'll tell you know, Pam, I'll tell you know Pam Hurts. Like I'm not a defensive coordinator, but I could coordinate Micah Parsons. Exactly, I could, I could just put him anywhere, and he's going to make plays. Yeah, he was right. They put him at pass rusher. He was a pass rusher. Right. Put him at linebacker. He played linebacker. I mean, he just does a lot of stuff good, and just and it it also helped it. You know, Diggs played out of his mind. Mm-hmm. You know, that has a lot to do with you know early in the season, especially yeah. the first like seven or eight games. That guy was just incredible with interceptions and stuff but you know it's just that, that, that may not have been a scheme though it may it may have been just him and what he did in the offseason you know going against his brother understanding how to read stuff from his brother right. you know he played he played receiver his first couple of years in um at alabama mm-hmm. you know so he kind of he kind of reads things a lot better than most dbs because he understands what the what the receiver is going to do because he played it so right. he played at a phenomenal level. You have Demarcus Lawrence is a baller. So I mean, they just have some great pieces on that defense that played well. Now he looks like he's a genius. Come on, right. man. I, I do better off. I do better off by going and looking at a um, looking at the offensive coordinator for the Bills more so than anything. Right. I mean, he 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 totally turned that quarterback around, made him a player, called plays to emphasize what he does best. I like him as a candidate for uh for a job. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 
I mean, even with Eric Eric Benemy, I don't know if he's really the guy because you know you got Big Red calling the plays. But right. I know, I mean, he he he's seen. Well, that he was understands the, what it is. That was similar to the whole thing when Doug was was brought over. Exactly. You're like, well, how much how much does Doug really do with this offense? It's Andy Reid's offense. Does he even call any plays? Has he called plays? It, it seems there's always that discussion. And whenever why does everybody want to call from... plays anyways? <laughs> you know, know. what I'm well, What's up with that? It's it's funny, though, because when, let's say you didn't call the plays as the OC like Sirianni, but now all of a sudden you come to a new place and you're the head coach, all of a sudden you want to call the plays, too. Oh. You know? Right. <laughs> Now you want to be the boss. Right. Now you want everything. Man, just right. sit back and be your um, you know, be the head coach, man. I mean, yeah. That's a lot of responsibility, calling the plays, being a head coach. I mean, because that means you don't go down past the defensive line. You I mean right. uh, you know, the defensive line are yeah. usually the first guys sitting there before you get down to the end with the DBs and stuff. I would so prefer you don't, you don't pass them. I would prefer to be the CEO type of coach. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, I'd rather s- delegate. Yeah, that way I can get in somebody's ass about if oh, they mess it up. You know how good of a delegator <laughs> I am. Oh my god, total quality, absolutely. But yeah, I'm looking here. Doug Peterson's only on the list here for Jacksonville and Chicago, and you know it's kind of surprising maybe that he's even on the Chicago list because it's like Matt Nagy esque, right? Right. Exactly. I you mean, they're, they're from the same wanna, coaching tree. You'd think they'd want to go to a different direction. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't understand any of this stuff. A lot of this stuff is agent driven. Guys that have, you know, a lot of these guys have the same agent too, though. That's yep. the problem. Like, you know, Bob Lamont or whatever, you know, he's got like three quarters of the league as far as coaches. It's unbelievable. He's like Good. the, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Boris in baseball. Oh, Scott yeah. Boris. He's basically like the Scott Boris of football coaches. Can you imagine how rich those guys are, man? Oh. Just having everybody in the league. Come on. And, yeah. and these uh, head coaches' contracts are guaranteed. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Guaranteed. Baseball. Oh, you know, they're you know, guaranteed. You've been to the Super Bowl radio row. You see, like, uh, uh, what's his name uh, rolling around? Um, the no, guy yeah. that. Show me the money and all that was right, based right, right. On. What was his name? Oh, oh man, damn it! I I've interviewed him like twice. He's like one of the best guys ever. He's Mahomes' he agent. Yeah, yeah he's Mahomes' too. Also. Yeah, um, I'll I'll think or the stream will think of it. But that guy just looks like he's been papered up for forty years, and he <laughs> has. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know if he's worn the same sport coat twice in his life. You know, that's and that's that money, man. That, that exactly. No, not Drew Rosenhaus. No, that's not a He guy. looks slimy. That's such a yeah. slimy yeah. dude, man. Yeah, he's total Drew Miami, Ro- that guy. Yeah, man. Yeah. Drew yeah. had Drew had everybody back in the day. Everybody. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, why, why can't... Lee Steinberg. Lee, that's yes, the guy. Yep. That's the guy. Lee Steinberg. He's the guy that the movie... Uh, was made after like right. Tom, the, Tom the Cruise. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Tom Cruise was, was Lee Steinberg essentially. So <laughs> no love for Doug P. I can't really figure it out. Not that I have a vested interest in it, but it's just kind of funny that a, a defensive coach, you they think that, you know, the league is all gone offense, right? But yet a defensive coach that coached in a Super Bowl and lost spectacularly, right? In spectacular historical fashion is more valuable than a guy who won a Super Bowl uh, four years ago. Bro, and he he's an offensive a, coach. Yeah, he blew a 26-point lead um, 
from from Dallas. He he blew a twenty six point lead. Yeah, twenty eight to three, twenty five point lead, twenty eight three. And he's wow. a, he's a valuable commodity. All of a sudden, he's Bill Parcells. Right. It's amazing to me. That's all. I'm just amazed at some of this stuff. But uh, we got uh, McMullen coming up. Hopefully, in the second hour, he'll give us uh, you know all the details on what Howie Roseman. Uh, is saying I don't really find Howie Roseman compelling enough to watch. Like I'd rather have someone else do it and then give me the cliff notes. Do you know what I mean? He's kind of snidely looking. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he's he's one of those he's one of those I told you so type of guys. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna put it out there. Yeah, I told you so. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said before, I mean, I I pick great guys. I mean, yeah. We're a quarterback factory. Right, right. You know, yeah, I'm factory. wondering what quote will come out of it today because, you know, there's always one. You know, uh, you like pepperoni or sausage? You know, you know remember, remember that one a couple – that was like probably, I don't know, eight years ago. We used to use it yeah, at, at the, the old combine. station. At, we used to use combine. it at the old station. I like pepperoni and sausage. You know, like one of those quotes hopefully will come out of it today. But other than that, I just don't find him very compelling. And I'd rather just read the read the liner notes afterwards or talk right, to McMullen. Right, right, right. McMullen is way more compelling. Yeah, he, he's gonna pull he's gonna pull a little bit of this and a little bit out of everything that he says. Right. So yeah. And I we, can see I can see how it being like, you know, you guys doubt come out there, you guys doubted me. But I didn't doubt myself. Well, yeah, he'd be <laughs> the first to pat himself on the back. He'd give himself oh, yeah. a rotator cuff by patting himself on the back. Yeah, there's no question about that. Um, and and they're probably, you know, going to be trumpeting the fact that they did make the playoffs and all, even though they didn't beat a, really any good teams. You know, you guys gonna, doubted my second round pick two years ago. Yep, they're going to advertise it like that. <laughs> yeah, what about your second round pick three years ago? Huh? <laughs> what about your first round pick two years ago? Right. What right. about that? Yeah. Uh, never mind that. Don't look over there. <laughs> look over here. <laughs> You don't remember, right? The Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah, and, and the Minnesota Vikings didn't make the playoffs with that receiver. That would be, yeah, that, would pro- that would probably be the response. Fire right back at yeah, you. That was- firing right back at you. Right. Yeah, Raygor helped us make the playoffs. That what did that guy do over there? <laughs> oh, such a joke. All right, we'll take a quick time out. Be back with more. We'll dive into this uh, Mel Kiper mock draft because he put out his first one. I don't know if he does, you know, six or seven anymore. Yeah, I think they, be, leave, they leave that to McShay, I think, to do the like the seven of them before the draft. But he'll give you at least four. Yeah, he will. He will. But when Mel speaks, we listen and uh, <laughs> we'll dive into it on the other side. Back in three. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink go to bed whenever you want or don't go for him go for her go for the win go to ocean casino resort book your trip at theoceanac.com at stateside vodka every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass free what's that uh a rocks glass you're telling me that bottle is cut in half you could say that And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. 
That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other, with more doctors and hospitals, more benefits that really rock, more of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about, because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. All right, welcome back. Second uh, half hour of the show. We got John McMullen hopefully joining us uh, the second hour to recap uh, Howie Roseman's meeting with the media. But uh, uh, our last look at a mock draft, which was Todd McShay on ESPN, uh, was wildly su- successful. People love diving into this stuff, and I can't right. get enough. I, I'm a geek when it comes to this. You know, between now and late April, and I don't even know what the day of the draft is. I should probably put up a countdown thing in my on my phone for that uh, once I get the date for that Thursday night. But between now and then, you know, I'll be diving in on every one that I can find uh, because I can't get enough of it. And Mel Kuyper basically created the industry way back in the early 80s, I believe, late 70s, early 80s. He's been doing it a long, long time. So when he puts one out, that's going to get my attention. And I'm just curious from your perspective, Barrett, do you think Mel Kuyper puts the Eagles together with a rookie quarterback in his first round? You know what? That's tough because when you look at Howie, I I think that that they do. I think they're going to package, try to jump up early and and bring in a, a young quarterback. Well, he doesn't have any trades in this one. It doesn't look like there's any trades. So the that's Eagles, the only way to be able to jump up and get one of these young quarterbacks. Well, the Eagles select at 15 and 16 and, and 19. 19 in yep. his mock draft. So there's no trades from the Eagles. Okay. All right. But who's there then? I, I, I don't know if any quarterbacks will be around at that point that are worth anything. Um, All right. Well, let's let's just start it then uh, with the first pick in the 2022 NFL draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Aiden Hutchinson, defensive end, Michigan. Goes without saying. Yeah. Uh, second pick, Detroit, 
Kayvon Thibodeau, Oregon. So the two edge rushers. Low defensive end. I'll tell you what, they just wreak havoc. I love it. Um, Third pick, the Houston Texans. Could use a quarterback. They don't take one in this mock draft. Evan Neal, offensive tackle, Alabama. Yes. Can't go wrong with that pick, right? No. uh -uh. That's the safest pick they can have. Yeah. And I mean, they they were... uh, they were porous on the offensive line this year, so that would be an immediate starter, immediate upgrade, and an immediate help. The Jets, with their first of two first-round picks, select at number four, the safety from Notre Dame, Kyle Hamilton. Love him. He must be. I mean, I've watched Love Notre him. Dame, and a lot of times you can't really appreciate a safety in the college game. Yep. You know, and but this guy evidently is going to be just fantastic. He does everything right. Yeah, man. I told you, he's just like he reminds me a lot of uh, the former Notre Dame safety that plays for Minnesota now, uh, Harris. Same right. guy, you know, I mean, he's he, 6'4, he, 220. Yes, yeah, big deal. Yeah, he's a big deal. All right, the fifth pick, the New York Giants with one of their two picks. Select offensive tackle Ikem Equanu, NC State. Very good athlete, run blocker. Okay, he's he's, he's functional pass blocker. I like him also. All right, the Carolina Banter. Uh, rumored to take a quarterback in a lot of a lot of different mock drafts. First not quarterback the, off the board. Not in this one. What offensive tackle? Charles Cross, Mississippi State. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's what he's got here. This is an easy call, he says, based on Carolina's biggest weakness. It has to get better at left tackle. They rank last in the league in yards per play and 28th in sacks allowed, 52 sacks allowed. And Mm. they went into the season with journeyman Cameron Irving, and finished with rookie third rounder Brady Christensen filling in. Uh, they got to upgrade the left side with this pick. I would have thought they would have went with a first round quarterback, man. Yeah, because this is a pretty deep offensive line draft, especially at the tackle position. They got a guy in Iowa, guy in North um, Northern Iowa, Northern Iowa, right? Uh, the seventh pick is the New York Giants via Chicago. Their second first round pick. They take David Ojabo, outside linebacker, Michigan. Pass rushing specialist slash linebacker. He's good, man. He's right. really good. So that'd be an offensive tackle and a pass rushing linebacker for the Giants in the first round. Filling two of their needs. So they got a great, they got an A draft already. Atlanta Falcons. Notice though, he didn't have them selecting a quarterback either. They're they're sticking with Daniel Jones, according to yep. Kuiper, at least in the first round. The Atlanta Falcons at eight. Quarterback. Nope. Derek Stingley Jr., cornerback, LSU. Best corner in the draft. Good. He he said he thought hard about a quarterback. My buddy Chris Mortensen says the Falcons are committed to Matt Ryan for 2022. Why? Uh, That's what, according to Mort, which means this might be too high to take a QB who's not going to play right away. So that's why, you, that's why you do it, man. That's, yeah. that's, that's stupid. But all right, all right, I'll, I'll take it. All right, the ninth pick, the Denver Broncos. Broncos. 
select inside linebacker from Georgia, Nakobe Dean. Uh oh, mm. that's that. There, there's you're gonna scratch off a name right there. That's my that's you my love guy. That guy. I, and and, and I'm, I'm surprised that he, he's dropped so low. I thought he'd be a top five pick, but he, he makes it down to um to nine, eight. Wow. Yeah, now you know this is based on you know it's after the championship game. Who knows? Maybe in the combine that you know he he blows doors off and he even moves up higher. But according to Kuiper, he can go at nine to Denver. So we'll just take it for what it is. Uh, the tenth pick, the New York Jets via Seattle take wide receiver Drake London from USC. Big guy too. Fast. Wow. Yeah, he's six five. Yeah. <laughs> he also played on the USC basketball team. I was not aware of that. Yeah. So he's like you coming athlete, in into college. He's an athlete, bro. An athlete. Has a you chance know, to be a special outside receiver. Caught 88 passes for 1,084 yards and seven touchdowns in just eight games this season. Yep. That's a lot of production. You know Bobby Taylor uh, played for Notre Dame. He was a sixth man. The he basketball. Played, played. Yeah, he yeah. played, played. Yeah, he was a sixth man. Yeah. USC's got a pretty good hoop team this year, too. Yeah, they do. Now, he's not on the team this year. I'm, I'm sure no. he's just knocking off now to get ready for the draft. All right, the 11th pick. Is the Washington football team. Now we get a quarterback. Boom. First quarterback off the board. Pick. Malik Willis. Liberty. Malik. There you time, go, Malik. Time for the first QB off the board. You might be surprised that it's Willis. Yes. But you really shouldn't be, he says. He was in the QB1 mix all fall before he faded a little bit in the last stretch of the regular season. But the more tape that I watch of his past two years and the more I talk to evaluators in the league, the more I like him. Put simply, Willis is the most talented quarterback in this class. No question about that. He didn't as always get as... to show it at Liberty. Oh, yes, he, he did. His last what, two games. Well, this is what Malik Will, uh, this is what Kuyper's saying. He didn't always get to show that at Liberty, which didn't have much NFL talent around him. And he was okay. sacked an astonishingly 51 times. Yikes. Uh, but a dual threat signal caller rushed for 1,800 plus yards and 27 touchdowns over the past two years with a powerful arm. Huh. He can sling it, man. Well, yeah, he went to Auburn originally. So, you know. I, I, the only thing, his size is the only thing that, you know, that might deter him from being even a, a, a you know, a higher quarterback than that. What is he, like 6'2"? Yeah, somewhere around six okay. foot. Oh, six around, foot. Yeah, around six foot. Six one. Let me see. Uh-oh. Let me see how tall he is. All right. Yeah, you look that up. I'm going to go to the next pick. The Minnesota Vikings. I'm thinking of my program directors in my head. I mean, keep going. Keep it moving. <laughs> yeah. uh, Minnesota Vikings select Ahmad. Yeah, he's six foot two. He's six foot two twenty. My fault. Six Uh-oh. foot two eighteen. Uh oh. But he run a four five. Yeah, I know, but he's not a running back. <laughs> right. Jeez. I don't know about that. I'm I'm out on these like these short guys. I'm telling you. <laughs> All right. I'm a short guy. All right. Uh Ahmad Sauce Gardner, cornerback, Cincinnati. I love that player. He's tall too. He's like six three. Yeah. Six three corner. He he's was he tough. Was, yeah, he had a great season, also. Yeah, he is tough. Um, 
Vikings since 2013, the Vikings have drafted four cornerbacks in the first round, and not a single one of them is still on the roster. We have one of them. Well, no, yes. uh, no, 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 <laughs> no. We got uh, the Detroit Lions corner. Detroit Lions, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Indy got one of them. I mean, they had some great cornerbacks come on on their squad that just left. I don't know. What... Yeah, Let's keep drafting them, huh? All right, Cleveland, the Browns select wide receiver Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State. He's a stud. I mean, stud. Yeah. Um, Wilson caught 70 passes for 1,058 yards and 12 touchdowns in 2021. He, he wasn't even targeted as much as the other guy. He could play outside or in the slot. Great route runner. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a star. He's the best of those three at Ohio State. Yep. No doubt. Um, the Ravens at 14. Tyler Linderbaum, center, Iowa. That's a Ravens kind of pick. Yeah, it is. Yeah. He's a hot. You want that nasty type of player, too. Yep. It's um that's a Yannicka type of pick. You know, Yannis played for them for 10 years, you know, and you look at him, man, look like he's, you know, oh, Yanda. Yeah. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, he was a great player. He looked like he was a, you know, trash man. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Didn't look like an athlete at all, man, but he would whoop your tail out there. He was killing people, man. All right, here's the first pick for your Philadelphia Eagles. 15, via Miami. The Eagles select linebacker Devin Lloyd, Utah. Bam! There you go. Bam! He's <laughs> finally getting some right. You like that? Yes, sir. You like that? I feel like six uh, foot Kirk, three. Kirk Cousins. 35. You like that? Yeah. <laughs> you like that? This is but look, the man, first. Look at his numbers, man. Six foot three. 235. Uh-huh. Can run from sideline to sideline. Instant impact player. Love it. Love yep. it. All I know that some folks are going to connect Philly with a quarterback, but I'm not buying it, he says. Jalen Hurts earned the 2022 job by his play down the stretch against bad teams. Um, <laughs> even if he didn't have a great playoff game, <laughs> this team needs more talent on defense. So that's where I'm going to go with the first two of these picks there we go all right 16 eagles via indianapolis arnold ebiketti defensive end penn state there we go perfect size he can do everything for him too he had nine and a half sacks and 19 total tackles for loss and two forced fumbles explosive yeah, now of course he's a temple guy you know that right he started out a temple oh yeah oh you yeah know that. oh yeah this pains me to, to <laughs> have watched him make plays all year long in in blue and white yeah he's a temple player wow long arms and is explosive at the snap and he's strong enough to set the edge in the run game That's i'm a big fan he says there That's you go i love him uh, i'd love you that know. That tackle for loss, you know, that means he's explosive, gets up the field. Mm-hmm. Right. We're not talking about like a a Ryan Kerrigan 2021 no, tackle no. for loss. He's he's where it's like, if excuse you look at him, me. Oh, there you are. <laughs> oh, I ran into the running back. <laughs> wow. 
fancy meeting you here, wide receiver on a jet sweep. <laughs> look, 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 look. Oh, I remember you. Right. I used to right. beat you in practice, so I know, I know I could beat you now. Right. I got a little confidence. <laughs> I'm in the backfield. How did I get here? <laughs> oh, Kerrigan's going to get paid by somebody just from that last game. I know. I know he is. <laughs> that was his Jadavian clowny moment from the bowl game. <laughs> When he blew uh, uh, that guy up in the Tampa game. All right, 17. Chargers select defensive tackle from Georgia, Jordan Davis. Mm. Now, that's the big guy, right? That's the big guy, yeah. Number 99, yeah. yeah, it's big, big. Now, that's the guy that you kind of worry about because of weight. I see him as a guy that, you know, you got to stay on him about it. Mm-hmm. So, he had that drive to stay in shape. That'll be the problem because he kind of faded even in the – um championship game he yeah kind of faded you know you didn't you didn't hear his name a lot right and that just comes with conditioning and if he can get conditioned mm-hmm. he can be one hell of a player but he's gonna they're gonna have to you know take him to the next level as far as training him and making sure that he uh he does what he needs to do stay in shape right um okay let's get back to this because we are now at pick 18 eagles coming up at 19 the new orleans saints take quarterback Kenny Pickett from Pitt. Great pick. Saints won four of five games to end the year and almost snuck into the playoffs, but their offense was subpar after Jameis tore his ACL. If Winston goes elsewhere in free agency, Sean Payton is going to want a new QB to groom. Taysom Hill turns 32 before the start of the season, hasn't shown enough to be considered their quarterback of the present nor the future. I agree. Um, great pick, great yep. pick by them. Now it says the biggest question, uh, he's heard from people in the NFL is one that you might laugh at hand size. Pickett has small hands. You know what that means? Um, <laughs> we'll find out the exact size at the senior bowl soon. So I guess they measure that at the senior bowl too. Not even that's just like the combine next week, this week I, or next week. Yeah, I think it's, is it next week? Yeah, it might be the week in between the Super Bowl and the championship games. No, that would be no. That's the um. That's oh, the, that's um, the stupid Pro Super Bowl. Bowl. I mean, uh, the the Senior Bowl. No, the um the Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl. Yeah, that's right. Oh, God, can we? Just which get we're going up there on our own. Jalen Hurts will be a part of. <laughs> All right, I am telling you ahead of time. I'm not watching. <laughs> I will not watch. You got to watch it. Man. No, I don't. You oh, watch. No. I, oh, I'm at least oh, no. I'm at least text you. Oh no, I don't. <laughs> Um, let me see when the senior bowl is because I watched the senior bowl, uh, February the 5th, which happens to be the Saturday in between the super bowl and the championship games. So pro bowls on Sunday, pro bowl will be a Sunday night, probably. Okay. So Saturday at two 30, right in the middle of the afternoon. It's perfect. Right. Yeah. I'll, I'll be watching that. No me doubt too. about it. Me too. I'll all be right. watching all the workouts up through the week too. I know we should get um, uh, what's his name on. Uh, I've had him on before. He he kind of runs the show down there. Who's I'll that? I'll find I'll find his name, but I've had him on a few times uh, back in the day. From Pittsburgh? Uh, no, but he runs the. Let me see. Now you got me. I want to figure this out. Um, I follow him on Twitter. Um, look at uh, Jeremiah Butler says he wants Jameson in the QB room. With the Eagles? He wants who? James Winston. Really? 
I don't know about that. That's what he said. Yeah. Um, Jim Nagy. Yes. Okay. Jim Nagy is the executive director of the Senior Bowl. Mm -hmm. And he's been a draft analyst, you know, 18-year NFL scout. Um, He's a good guest. We'll, we'll We'll try to get him on at some point between now and then. All right, let's get back to it because we got one more Eagles pick right here. Number 19. This is their own pick. Eagles select wide receiver Chris Olave, Ohio State. Ohio State. Mm. <sighs> right. <laughs> I'm not sure I love I'm not sure I love it. I gotta be honest with you. Um, you know what? I don't mind. I, I don't mind. I don't like the match or the pairing of him and Devontae Smith. Two Smurfs out there. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I want a bigger wide receiver. I'm sorry. Now, maybe they can get that as a veteran, but then why do you have to draft one in the first round? Well, Just take another defensive player. If you look at him, that's the same thing the Big Red did, though. All these guys are the same size. Yeah, I know, but if we don't have Mahomes. Well, yeah. Okay? Out of that. All right? I could put – I could put wide receivers out there that measure four foot seven and they'd still catch passes from that guy. Well, you Plus know, they you, have the tight end that was one of the most dynamic weapons in the NFL. Right. You know? Right. Well, so. you know what? I mean, even my Steeler team, all our we had Randall L, Cedric Wilson, you know, were our two receivers and, and uh Heinz Ward, who was only six foot, those were our receivers. Well, Heinz really Ward played good. bigger though. Yeah. He yeah, played bigger. Yeah. He was like six foot going on six four. Like yeah, the way he, he played, tattoo people, and his too, toughness bro. was was oh, yeah. it was unmatched at the position. It really was. All right, so what do you think, Olave? You got Ebiketti and Lloyd. Good picks. I love two of them. Yeah, good now picks. Let, I'm, I'm not mad. Let's see who's left here close in the first round that they could have gotten in this mock defensively. The hey, Steelers. Before we, go, before we go to that, I'm looking. You know. We got to look at Ebiketti and his size, man. You know, he's about six foot three, mm-hmm. 260. So, you know, that's a pretty big kid. He's about the same size as Derek Barnett, but a better athlete than Derek Barnett. Yeah, you think yeah. so? Okay. Yeah. Much better athlete than Derek Barnett. Okay. So size and strength, and, you know, like I said, he can hold up the edge, plays the run, still fast enough, quick enough to get around the corner. I'm impressed with that pick. Okay. You know I'm impressed with uh with uh Devin Lloyd. Devin Lloyd, yeah. You know I'm impressed with that. All right, the Steelers at 20 take Matt Corral. And the Patriots at 21 take Jamison Williams from Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um I would actually like him more than Olave, but anyway. <laughs> um the Raiders He's hurt though, man. Yeah, I know. Um so, so's uh uh, Matt Corral. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Raiders take Andrew Booth Jr., cornerback Clemson. So that's yep. the next defensive player off the board. Oh, see, here's the one that I would I would love to have taken. Carloftis is still on the board, and he's taken at 23. Purdue? Yeah. Yeah. I would have taken him Arizona. over. Yeah. I would have taken him over. Uh, uh, Ebiketti? Yeah, Ebiketti. You would have? Yeah, I would have. Why not both of them? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, seriously. <laughs> I mean, and, well, they're going to lose 16 Derek, and 19. Yep. <laughs> yeah. They're going to lose Derek Barnett. Right. And the other guy, Brandon Graham's 40 years old. That would be. I'm exaggerating. Draft. Obviously, but if, 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 if how we did that, mm-hmm. 
I wouldn't have anything negative to say about Howie again. Can you imagine I mean, that? Yeah, getting, Lo- getting Lloyd. Yeah, uh, Lloyd Evan and Kennedy. two two corner two edge and pass rushers. That would be serious? amazing. Yeah, oh, that would be amazing. Right. Jonathan Gannon might stay for that. <laughs> no, <laughs> he could parlay that into a better job rather than taking one of these crap jobs. Um, Dallas takes defensive end Trayvon Walker out of Georgia at 24. He's good too, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. They're just stacking. There, there's a lot of good uh, defensive players in the early in this draft. Bengals. Offensive tackle from Northern Iowa, Trevor Penning. That makes too much sense. Yep. <laughs> Way too much sense. Way too much sense. Miami via San Francisco takes Jahan Dotson, wide receiver, Penn State. Speed Had a great up. college career. Yep. Buffalo Bills at 27, Trent McDuffie, cornerback, Washington. I've seen the Eagles linked to him in some mocks. I don't like that. I've never like seen him. him play. I'll just no. tell you that right now. I, I watched I watched film on when I was doing uh, Montana. Okay. Montana game. And, you know, they lost. Oh, they, they lost to them, right? Yeah, they lost Washington to lost there, yeah. And he got beat up. Did he? You know, and Montana had slow receivers, and he was still running past them. Oh, wow. Yeah. Isn't so that interesting? That. Now, how, yeah, you know, you're not the only one that saw that, yet the guy's a first-round pick, and he's getting <laughs> run by by FCS receivers. Exactly. It's crazy. Exactly. All right, the Lions, uh, oh, boy, via the the Rams, take Sam Howell, quarterback, North Carolina. That's, a, that's too much of a project for me. Yeah. Too much of a project. Oh, and that's a, that's, a, that's a Lions pick also. It is. That's why the Lions are the Lions. Right, right. Yeah. All right, Kansas City, defensive end from San Diego State, Cameron Thomas. I have not seen him. him play. Me neither. I mean, I don't know if it's about him. He'd be a menace for offensive tackles if he lined up next to Chris Jones, says Mel Kuyper. Um, he has a he's a versatile player, lined up at both tackle and end for the Aztecs, hmm. and created havoc at both spots. I love the word havoc. Right. When we'll you put havoc. havoc in the definition or the description of a defensive player, I'm interested. We'll see it. I don't. I just still can't get past San Diego State and uh, Pumphreys. Oh, I mean, I know they have Marshall Falk, but yeah. I still can't get past Pumphreys so and anybody on that you're, roster. You're scarred by oh, San yeah. Diego State players because of Donnell Pumphrey. Yes, yes. <laughs> and he plays offense. I just, I just can't do it. But hey, that's why I never watched the game. So, all right, Tampa Bay at thirty takes Demarvin Leal, defensive lineman, Texas A and M. Good. Yeah. He's really good too. Yeah, he is. 290 could play defensive end in a 3-4 or a three-technique tackle in a 4-3. Yeah, it means he can two-gap. means he can, you know, post a guy up and play both gaps, or he can get up the field to be a penetrator yeah. in a 4-3 system when he plays the three-technique. Sounds like a guy that's going to be in the league for a long time, barring yes. injury. Like, he's going to be real good. <laughs> exactly. Just hunker him down in the middle of your defensive line and go to work. Right. Uh, 31, the Titans cornerback from Washington. Kyler Gordon. Who? Kyler Gordon. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Me neither. Yeah, I don't know. I'm out on these uh, Washington Huskies. Yeah, uh, me too. The Green Bay Packers at 32 take Trey McBride, Colorado State, tight end. Joey B, 
Where's the scouting report from Joey B? Yeah, I haven't. I don't, on I haven't Trey I haven't, McBride. I haven't watched the game on him. All right. Well, we know Joey has. And you know what? Kyler Gordon. What do I remember from Kyler Gordon? I mean, Kyler Gordon. Um, yeah, I don't know. I got nothing for Yeah, me now. neither. I think he was. He has an injury history, apparently. Yeah, I don't know if he even played. Yeah. But we'll see. So, who knows? But, hey, you I know, know, I'm kind of scarred from uh, Washington cornerbacks also. Oh, I know. I, I hear you. I'm I'm <laughs> scarred from the Pac-12. Right. I mean, I have a, you know, this, the only guy I like out of the Pac-12 is that Lloyd guy at Utah. Right. That's really it. <laughs> oh, man. All right, that was fun. We'll take, uh, take a short break, be back uh, with our number two uh, coming up. And we're going to have John McMullen, who was live at the Howie Roseman press conference. I sound like Barkan. Next, after the break, John McMullen <laughs> joins us. Back after this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals. More benefits that really rock. More of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of life, 
First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back to the show. Hour number two of the middle on a hump day. Barrett loves hump day. Hump day. <laughs> and we got our special guest coming up who's uh, just been, I, I believe he was either there or he watched it on Zoom. I don't know, but he's got all the details of the very interesting Howie Roseman meet the media session. John McMullen, welcome to the show, man. How are you? Doing well. How are you guys? Was it that interesting? I don't know. It wasn't that interesting to me. <laughs> well, were you there live or was this a Zoom? No, deal? this was Zoom. We're okay. still in Zoom world. They don't okay. want us, you know, obviously with COVID 19. Yeah. They don't want you ending. dirty media people yes, in exactly. there affecting the, the place. unwashed media people. Right. Here, Howard <laughs> unclean. The unclean. street rabble that yeah, is unclean. the Philadelphia exactly. sports media. Exactly. Did, did, he, did, he, uh, did he come out smug, though? No, no, he no. didn't. But it, you know, it was typical Howie and the fact that you know you're not going to get any real information. I guess the biggest thing was was Brandon Graham. He said we're going to have a role for Brandon Graham next season, which is nice to clarify. I mean, we kind of knew it, but at Brandon's age, coming up an Achilles injury, uh, Brandon Brooks wouldn't confirm much about him. I obviously he's not going to be back. There's speculation he might retire retire yeah um just mentioned we're worried about his health right now and obviously the biggest news would be jalen hurts and the fact that there's no secrets there is what nick sirianni said he he knows he's our guy but you know i mean how he also said it's our job to do everything we can to improve the team so mm. as of today you know, what's today? January 19th. 19th Jalen Hurts yeah. is, is the quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles. The key is September right, uh, right. later in the year. And if things happen and uh, they'll, they'll, the Eagles, that's what the Eagles do. The, the Eagles always listen um, and they'll try to get better if they can get better. If they can't, they're, they're happy with Jalen Hurts. I, I never thought that was as big a problem for them as some other people thought. It's, mm-hmm. You know, it's hard to get a superstar quarterback, but if you can get them, you're going to get them. And because of where the Eagles are, the three, you don't always have three first round picks. So if that path sort of unfurls itself, you got to take it. But right. it has to unfurl itself first. Would you say it's three guys that would you that you will pull a trigger on? I would LB say Wilson, two because I, yeah, I I don't consider Rogers remotely realistic. He, okay. he absolutely will not play here. He's a West Coast. If he's leaving Green Bay, yeah, he's going somewhere west. Denver would be the closest east he would go. Okay. Um, and Watson. So it comes down to Watson and Wilson. If they could get okay. either of them, they would get either of them. Mm-hmm. You know, with Watson, we have the caveat of cleaning up his legal things, but that seems to finally be moving in some kind of direction. So what about um, Carr? Yeah. With, with regard to the veterans, is it just those two or interest in some others? I I don't think Derek Carr's, I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's better quarterback than Jalen hurts, but I think, 
they would want the superstar quarterback. And I don't think Derek Carr hits that level. No. Okay. So if they're going to trade for a veteran, it's going to have to be a, a big time veteran. Yeah. In other words. Okay. Did you get any sense as to what they may do with wide receiver as far as going out and getting a veteran in free agency? Yeah. Nick, Nick said <laughs> he's happy with the wide receiver group. Oh my which God. Which is one of those things. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, look, yeah. I wouldn't be adverse to blowing that whole room up as long as you got Devontae Smith out of it. Right. Time. I mean, you could turn over the whole room and you'd, you, you, nobody's going to argue with you. Now, Quest Watkins is is fine, and obviously he's on a rookie deal, so he's going to be back, uh, being a little facetious there. but um, Yeah, but him as your two is not no, it's ideal. Not, it's no. not good enough. No. Um, Jalen Rager is going to be difficult to, to move. I, I think the Eagles would love to move him at this point, but you're not going to get anything for him. Um He's still on his rookie deal, so that might be a situation where they bring him back, but he's inactive, and you just hide him on the back end of the roster. J.J. Ortega-Whiteside is probably time to move on. Greg Ward is probably time to move on. And I agree with you, Harry. They should get a veteran wide receiver, a yeah. veteran who can already play. Yeah. Because Somebody with size, too. I'd like yeah. a little size. Allen Robinson would be yeah. uh, a perfect bit. Um, I was going Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk would work. I mean, anybody would work. Let's be yeah. honest. <laughs> Williams in, in Los Angeles. Michael Angel Gallup coming up a torn ACL. Maybe you can get a little bit of a deal there. Right. Uh, because Dallas is going to have a tough time paying all those receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of guys, but they have proven for whatever reason, like, look, this team is great at developing offensive linemen. They can't develop receivers. No. Devontae Smith got here as a a well sort of developed, way ahead of the curve route runner. He was already refined. They have mm-hmm. had a really, really difficult time developing receivers. And you got to get a veteran who already knows how to play. I thought that's like the head coach's specialty. Yeah. Well, that's, that's why they kept the guy they had from last year. Yeah. Well, the thing with um, and that was an interesting part of the company. Nick wouldn't confirm all the coaches would be back. He's still going through the meetings with his staff. I think, unfortunately, Aaron Moorhead would be one of the more likely uh, coaches, assistants to, um, you know, Jeffrey Lurie tends to like to scapegoat people as he gets older. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's one or two people you place the blame on. Um, I think that might be one of the avenues they go down. Um, but we'll see. One one thing about Nick Sirianni, if you go back to training camp, he spent a lot of time with these receivers, a mm. lot of time. And, again, you put Devontae Smith aside, most of yeah. them got worse. Right. Bryce got better. Yeah, Jalen got worse. See, Barrett Jaylen laughs. But I've been, I agree yeah. with you, John. Bray I've been saying worse. this all year, and yeah. Barrett just keeps laughing at me. Yeah. They got worse. They got worse. <laughs> At one point, I remember, I probably told you guys on the show at some point, I'm like, this guy's the head coach. Why is he spending all this time, all this time with the receivers? Mm-hmm. You told me that a bunch of times. Yeah. yeah, like he was a position coach yeah. again or something. Yeah. 
He's and they got dead. worse. Yeah. And so I, I too much know. fertilizer. I think they got the wrong <laughs> kind of fertilizer. <laughs> Sometimes that burns the roots up. You put, yeah, you put <laughs> yeah. too much fertilizer. Good point, right. Harry. It yeah. ruins it ruins yeah. the plow. That miracle grow. That's bullshit, yeah. that stuff. That doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, all right. Well, as they go, go forward, ahead, you know, Gannon, look what yeah, what do you say with Gannon? I was gonna ask. Hey, the guy's getting interviews all over the place. Denver's coming here today. Uh, they interviewed Gerard Mayo. Uh, uh-huh. Probably they're in uh, Boston area now. Is Bob Lamont coming, his agent? They're coming. I don't know. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Um, but uh, look, I mean, it is a weird disconnect. The guy is really well regarded around the NFL. And that was yeah. last year. I mean, there were a bunch of teams that wanted to hire him as a coordinator last mm. year, and the Eagles got him. Um, you don't get three head coaching interviews by accident. Uh, one, you can kind of write off and say, all right, you know, maybe he knows George. He, he knows George Payton. You can write that off. Like he Heinz was Ward. The Vikings. Yeah. He was with the Vikings in the past. You can maybe even write that off. But Houston wants to talk to him. And who knows, maybe more when it ends up hmm. i i don't think he's going to get a job but you never know oh you don't I, no i oh, okay you know nick sirianni you know had one interview last year nobody knew nick right. sirianni he was on nobody's radar and he got in the room and he won jeffrey Lurie over i'll tell you what man jg can win some people over so you never know but mm-hmm. I, I think it's a little bit too early i think he's going to be a head coach in this league but I, I think he'll probably be a runner-up to some jobs, and he'll be back as a defensive coordinator. But I'm not sure Eagles fans like that, to be honest. If we no. find if we find out that uh, part of that interview uh, with Sirianni was playing Rochambeau, talking <laughs> about fertilizing plants and watching a Rocky movie, then people are going to lose their freaking mind. <laughs> Which yeah, Rocky forgot, movie was it this past week? We forgot about uh, uh, the 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 Rochambeau. Uh, Rochambeau, Rochambeau. yeah, yeah, the and the tether ball and yeah. training camp. You forgot all this stuff. Playing uh, horse, but, didn't you yeah. play horse? Oh something? yeah, played horse. Jake Elliott wins everything. Ping pong, right? Yeah, you know, Jake Elliott had a great season though. Right. So, um, Aaron Cepas not so much late. Oh man, uh, what, what happened? What, what happened? To that happened to guy? I don't know, man. He fell yeah. off the table. We talk about the rookie wall. He had the 29-year-old rookie wall. Because <laughs> he was great early. And then he that, just, that sounds like a book, but I think yeah. a, uh, Chris Coast wrote that book, the 33-year-old rookie years ago. Remember that? <laughs> I guess he misses wallabies and kangaroos yeah. and stuff. Yeah, maybe. Man. Can't go yeah. home to Australia. They're locked down. That's man. right. Yeah, They're locked down. Win. They're worse than California and Canada. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those poor, those poor Aussies, they can't go home. Maybe I know. Um, John, Doug Peterson, I saw your tweet last night, and we ah, talked about bizarre, it this morning. Man. Not Ooh. getting a lot of love as far as the head coaching uh, positions, which I, you know, we're trying to figure it out in the, in the first segment of the show because you have that juxtaposed to Dan Quinn, who blew a Super Bowl spectacularly with the Falcons. And now all of a sudden with one year after with Dallas, he looks like Bill Parcells, you know, cause he's gotten four or five interviews. I don't get yeah. it. Yeah. 
I don't get it. You know, Matt Eberflus is now he's the Hansel, as I like to call him. If you <laughs> remember Zoolander, yes, Gato, he's yes. so hot. Every year there's a Hansel, and the, and Matt Eberflus is great reference. Hansel. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, he 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 he's getting two interviews in Jack. He's on his second interview in Jacksonville, second interview in Chicago. Uh, no offense to Matt Eber- I mean, he was Jonathan Gannon's boss in Indy. But who the heck is Matt Eberflus? What? Right. What? Doug Peterson wins a, uh, a Lombardi Trophy here. Last time I looked, it's the only one they got. And and by the way, Eagles fans think he stinks. They did right. a number on Doug Peterson leaving oh. the, the the Eagles, yeah. leaving the Novacare complex, and the rest of this league is buying that nonsense. Um, hmm. I don't know how you get interviews. You mentioned Dan Quinn. He's one. Of, I mean, Jonathan Gannon. I love JG. Everybody knows that. They joke about because, you know, we're friendly. But you, you, this guy's getting three interviews and nobody wants Doug Peterson. I, yeah. I it, it makes no sense to me. No sense whatsoever. And I and the Eagles kind of spun this narrative. It is the dumbest narrative I've ever heard. And that's that Doug didn't have enough contacts in the NFL to build a coaching staff. Right. Well, first of all, let's flush this out right here on the middle with Harry Mays. Let's do it. Paraprose. We flush, flush a lot of things out. here on the middle. <laughs> Andy Reid, you're working for Andy Reid, who mints head coaches in this league. And basically, right. if you become an offensive coordinator, you're going to be a head coach. And people say, well, why isn't Eric the enemy? I got news for you. Eric Bieniemy, there were some issues in his life, and people are scared that they're going to be brought up. That's the only reason Eric Bieniemy hasn't become a head coach in this league. But forget mm-hmm. about that. If you're coordinator, offensive coordinator for Doug Peterson, you're going to be a head coach in this league. Mm-hmm. So the Eagles' assessment is, oh, Andy Reid should have quit to go uh, mingle with other fired assistant coaches and unsuccessful. It makes no sense. You're not leaving Andy Reid unless you get fired. And then right. you go meet. Plus, the second part of that that drives me crazy, the guy played in the stinking league for 13 years. He knows That's everybody. That's what I was going to say. Right. That's right. what I was going to say. He I mean, knows even I know everybody. everybody. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Barrett knows everybody. Everybody in this league knows everybody. Oh, he can't put together a stat. Give me a break. <laughs> I, I've always thought that. And Press Taylor's the best example of this because – I can't tell you how they shove Press Taylor down our throats. Oh, this guy is such a young, brilliant offensive mind. Hmm. He mined the Philly special from a meaningless Chicago-Minnesota game in week 17 of, of whatever it was, the 2016 season. He found all that stuff. Doug Peterson didn't hire Press Taylor. He was here. Hmm. They hired Press Taylor. And then all of a sudden, Doug took an interest in him, and he becomes an idiot. <laughs> and people buy this, right? <clears throat> you know, that, that's you know what? Um, that's what I've been saying for the longest. You know, Doug came in, and there were already coaches here. Yeah, and I, that's, I'm saying like this organization thinks that all right, we took Doug Peterson and we made him a Super Bowl winning coach. We made him the coach he is. Look what we did this year. We took a guy that nobody knew about, nobody interviewed, and went to the playoffs with this coach. We know how to build coaches here just like we know how to build quarterbacks here and GMs here. We are a QB, GM, uh, head coaches, coach. head yeah. coaches factory. 
you know, what? That, that's 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 totally yeah, disrespectful, a lot of ego, man. A lot of ego involved, and I will say, Doug is way too loyal. I mean, I mean, yes. he is way too loyal. He didn't want to fire Carson Walsh. I mean, there's certain times where you got to go. All right, I, I get it. I got to let this guy go. He didn't want to fire Mike Rowe. He didn't want to fire. He wanted Press Taylor to be the offensive coordinator. He wanted to bring Corey Onlin back. He, he hmm. wanted to elevate Matt. He's really loyal to the people around him, which can be good. But you got to right. play the politics game as well. Like, like I said about Nick Sirianni, Nick was very savvy today when he was asked about the assistant coaches. He doesn't know what Jeffrey Lurie's going to tell him, so mm-hmm. he's going to he say, doesn't... "I'm still evaluating." And then right. Jeffrey says, "All right, you got to fire right. so and so." Well, you got to fire him. Yeah, I instead mean, of saying all my assistants is. are back, and then yeah. having the owner two days yeah. later saying that no, this guy's out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. He's all about that, man. Yeah, remember no. that. Yeah, yeah I mean, from out of nowhere, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm having yeah. my guys back then the next day. Uh, yeah, that was Mike Rowe, and that's what started all. That's that's yeah. why Doug put his foot down. He said, I'm not doing that again last yeah, that's year. Publicly neutering your head yeah. coach and then also making it look like the organization's left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing. It's it's yeah. all bad. So, all right. Anything else uh, hot from uh, from that, John? I doubt <laughs> it. But uh, did you get any indication as to where they might go, at least with one of the draft picks? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I They have 15, 16, and 19. Mm-hmm. Um, my one guarantee is they will not pick 15, 16, and 19. Right. I, I, <laughs> I agree with you. We are yeah. on the same page yeah. again. I, I I don't think they're going to take three first round picks. Um, they're either going to trade one of them to get a first round pick next year in 2023. I would move that. up. I would say edge rusher is the one position where you know they want to get, and and then it's going to be interesting because yeah. they have a lot of issues on the back seven and defense, but you know. They haven't valued that in the past. So Tell Barrett we'll they're see. not taking a linebacker. Don't blow yeah. my high. Don't blow my high. Please 1979, don't. we're still That's talking right. about it. That's I right. think Jerry Robinson yep. is like the individual 72 Miami Dolphins. Every every year the draft comes around, I picture him. He pops yeah, a bottle. Pop up, <laughs> yeah. 1979, last all-fall linebacker. Doug Verme- Dick Vermeil sends him a text. Yeah. Didn't he play for him at UCLA? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Mike Shira gets sends him a text. <laughs> all right, John, we appreciate it, man. Love checking in with you, and uh, thanks for all the info. All right, thanks, you, guys. Yeah. All right, there he is, JF McMullen on Twitter. He's great. The mafia, bro. The mafia. He's got his yeah. own mafia. He needs more followers, man. I still can't get over his follower count. Although the follower count on Twitter is is somewhat bogus anyway, because um, I keep losing followers. It's it's yeah. not, it's unbelievable. I don't even say anything like remotely controversial, but I lose right. followers, and I'm like, how is that? Like, it's incredible, bro. I only have eighteen thousand. This show becomes more and more popular, yet I'm becoming less popular. Right, right. On, look, well, look. on Twitter. Yeah, well, on you Twitter. know what? When I started this show out, yeah, I only had like nine thousand followers. Right. So it's, it's doubled. Right, you thank doubled. You, right, yeah, you no, doubled, and and mine still stays capped right around where it's been at like forty one thousand <laughs> and something. It, it it'll be like I see all these people add in. Oh, so and so followed you. So and so followed you. So, but yet my numbers lower. <laughs> I swear to God, 
I swear to God, I sound like Aton, but I swear to God, it's, it's true. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> oh, look, Xander Brilliant, because Barrett has the check. What's that? Because I have the check mark. The blue oh, check yeah, mark. the check mark. Well, I thought that the uh, Jacob Media was going to look into getting us all check marked that weren't. I thought that was something that was going to happen here. A year ago or so, I guess that. Well, I, if you change your if you change your name, it takes the blue check mark away, doesn't it? I don't know. I didn't change my. I didn't change my name. No, I'm saying if I do. Oh yeah, don't. Xander change might know. Name. Don't change your name. <laughs> Why would you need to do that? No, I'm just saying. I, you know, just, you know, just in case, you know, if I check it, if I change something, I can uh, change it and keep the blue check mark. Evidently, you can't do it. So. Well, I mean. That that's kind of dumb. Like if you change positions and you had like yours has NBC S yes. S in there, right? That's what I'm saying. Yes, right. So if you like went to ESPN and wanted to become B Brooks ESPN, you'd lose all your your check mark and followers. Like it sounds ridiculous to me. Lose my check mark, I would. Oh jeez, I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> I no, I love the Hansel reference. I'm me too, bro. I, I mean, I can't, I can't stand that guy as an actor. Owen Wilson wasn't that the Owen Wilson character in Zoolander? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. But it's it's hilarious, like the the reference. And now the Hansel of coaches. Yeah, the Hansel of coaches. Don't you love that? That's why you got to love John McMullen. Now, who was? Mugatu. Uh, that was uh that was uh what was his name? Um, mm-hmm. um oh my god. Big goodness. USC honk. He went to USC actually. So he's did legit. He? Yes, he did. Yes. Mm. You don't know his name? No. <laughs> from uh he's, he's Will from, Farrell, uh, isn't it? Yes, sir. Will yeah. Farrell, yep. <laughs> That's exactly who it is. Hansel is brilliant though, I gotta, I gotta be honest. Yeah, I'd, I'd watch that movie again. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Oh my goodness! When they're going around and uh, they're going around and they're high and they're going around with the girl, yeah, <laughs> she's got all kind of people. <laughs> oh my god, really good stuff. All right, um, yeah, the Derek Carr thing. Um, I'm, I saw this on NFL.com. Now, John McMullen thinks that they wouldn't have interest in in Carr because they'd only be interested in trading. For a, big, for a, big a veteran who's one of the top flight guys, and Carr yeah. is not. He's in. He's a level below. We all get that. Yeah. But NFL.com's got potential landing spots for Carr, and outside of his own team signing him again, the second ranked team is the Indianapolis Colts. I saw that. Who have Carson Wentz? And they said he's going to be on the bench. <laughs> It says here, Colts owner Jim Ursay telegraphed his distrust, not disgust, distrust in Carson Wentz when he penned a letter to the fans. Quote, we ended our season in perhaps the worst way possible and missed our chance to compete for history. The buck stops with me. <laughs> no, I, I don't know how that really throws Carson under the bus, but right. and, anyway. Uh, the sec or the next ranked team, New Orleans. He would do great there. I think he would too. He'd be a great fit there with that coach. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good. That would be a good spot for him. Sean would. Sean would have him playing at an elite level. Mm-hmm. 
You know, he just does those type of things. He, he He's a prototype quarterback for him. You know, you look at Breeze. Right. Breeze didn't have the strongest arm, but he wants those – he wants quarterbacks like like that. that he right. can engineer a system for him. Here's the next one. Very interesting. The Steelers. I don't think he'd be good there. You don't think so? Nah. Nope, nope, nope. Not why, right now. why not? He's got a big enough arm for throwing in a cold. He has a he? huge offensive uh, yeah, arm, arm. His offensive yeah. line sucks. They've got to reassure that offensive line first. They're always, that's the only reason why they're not good now. I mean, I, yes, I understand that Ben is old as dirt. And, you know, and, 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 you know, while we're talking about this, everybody's talking about, you know, you know, A Rod being the best quarterback, you know, in the game now, yada, yada, and Peyton Manning and, you know, how come we don't talk about Ben as much as we talk about everybody else? Ben should be, you know, up there with those elite level quarterbacks. I really think. Well, I tell you, I'll tell you why. Uh, because he never did it in a pretty fashion. Ben, Ben is like right, a, right. Ben's like a defensive end linebacker playing quarterback, <laughs> honestly. Right. And it just doesn't look pretty. Even when he throws an incredible ball, and you know, back when he could throw, he threw incredible. He had a great arm, but he'd be like. He'd be like busting out, uh, you know, from the offensive line, boom, 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 and and sling it down the field. And you're like, holy shit! Like, how did he do that? But it wasn't like, you know, the way a Rod poetry emotion, yeah, yeah, it yeah, didn't look yeah, like Tom yeah. Brady when he's, you know, but when he's back, you know, undeterred in the pocket, it looks good. Yeah, but I mean, like it, those it guys, never looked good. They're pointing and yelling all type yeah. of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Getting you right. know, and go over there, you know, yeah. and all that stuff. And all all Big Ben did was sit back there. And you might yeah. have him by the arm. He yeah. just sling it down. You know what I mean? Big yeah, Ben is right. like like a bigger version of Billy Kilmer. <laughs> you know, all he all he needed was like his belly hanging out right. of the shirt. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, speaking of Billy Kilmer, the fifth team on the Derek Carr potential list, the Washington Football Team. That's a great. That'd be, mm. be great there too. That's an interesting one. And okay. when when I thought about New Orleans, and actually I think uh, um, one of the other, oh yeah, the uh, mock draft because they had New Orleans taking a, a quarterback, Jameis Winston coming back from injury, you know, probably ends up somewhere else. Yep. What about Jameis in Washington? Uh, nah, no. I don't think he'll be able to. He has to be with a more disciplined, offensive-minded team for him to be successful. That's a defensive-minded team. And you would have to have a quarterback like Carr who could virtually go out there on his own and and and, and become something in spite of. Okay, so you don't you know, think the offensive coaching is good enough around him. The head mm-hmm. coach is a defensive guy. Yeah. Um, who, who is it? Is it Scott Turner? Is it North Turner's kid that's there as the OC? I think so. I think it is. Um, he's he's kind of pretty highly regarded, though, but I see what you're saying. Kind of makes sense. I could see Carr being a better fit there. Yeah, he would be. Yeah, you're right. Scott Turner. Scott Turner, yeah. Scott Turner. So where would where would a good landing spot for Jameis be? Uh Good landing spot. It'd probably be a backup. Oh, a backup. Yeah, it'd probably be a backup and somewhere like um Yeah, he'd be a good backup, man. Yeah. I'll tell you. Somebody like um like if he went to the Rams or he went to San Fran, he could go to that type of place. Okay. And be a backup. 
you know, two offensive-minded coaches, mm-hmm. one of those spread type of offense, getting the ball out. Right. You know, a lot of stuff going on. He he he'd be perfect in those type of systems. Hmm. I can't see him going. Like I I think he could be a backup in in um with the Bills also. But okay. he'll probably end up, he'll probably end up being somewhere like Pittsburgh. <laughs> you know what I mean? What, take uh, Jameis? All, yeah. Yeah. All the downtrodden quarterbacks, they'll take him in there, <laughs> make him backups. <laughs> they need a starter. All right, 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 right. Jameis well, Winston they, goes there now. He's the best best quarterback on the team. There's no well, there's no about question it. about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. they're going to draft somebody. They're yeah. going to draft somebody. Wow. Who do you think uh, ends up in Miami? Do you think they make a move, or does Tua get another year? I think Tua gets another year. Because mm. there's nobody – I mean, they, you think that they would draft another first-round quarterback? I don't think so, no. Yeah. No. Me neither. No, they would be, you know, they would trade for something also. If they were going to do anything, they would trade for something. Hmm. All right. We'll take a short time out. We'll be back with more. We got more to get into. Don't worry. I got a question about this game that I keep seeing on my timeline on Twitter. People playing this stupid game. What is that? And I want to ask Barrett if you know anything about it or the stream. Um, but we'll be back with that. We got Dak Prescott stuff, Sixers stuff. And we'll find something else, too. (laughs) This is an entertaining show. Back after this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other. With more doctors and hospitals. More benefits that really rock. More of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about. Because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. Field of Life. First Trust Bank is there for you. 
Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back to the show, final half hour on a Wednesday. And uh, we appreciate everybody checking in, um, liking the show, hitting the notifications button. I guess we're up, uh, what, 10,000, uh, 10.3 now as far as subscribers. Got to keep that rolling. Anything from Seth yet during the show? Was- or or is he flying <clears throat> again? I was just about to say, no word from Seth. Knowing him, he's probably golfing, but I didn't even get a text back. Uh-huh. Well, you know, if he's a smart guy, which I like, that he doesn't he doesn't address his phone during the time that he's on the golf course. Oh, who does? If well, a lot of people. Trust me. <laughs> and it's one of the most annoying things playing with a guy who's who's trying to like conduct a meeting or a, a sales call while he's playing golf with you. It's the well, most say, annoying thing ever. They say more deals are made on the golf course. Than yeah, not else. on the phone though. That's playing with other people <laughs> that you're trying to make a deal with. I've seen that happen a lot, though. I thought it was like, I thought it was, you know, it was, it was, I didn't know it was frowned upon. Oh, talking on the phone? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's totally. Some places don't even let you bring them. We'll see. um, I'm always in those scrambles for charity and doing, you know, playing in those type of golf events, you know. Yeah, well, those things are, those are loosey-goosey. That's not like, you know, you know. But see, I never played just to go play. Like, I went and played with you, with you and, um. Shander, that one yeah. time that that was probably the one and only time I played this year that it wasn't for a, um, a charitable. Event. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. I don't just go play just to play. You guys just go play just to play. I don't just go play just to play. Yeah, I'm going out today. See, I don't go. I, I, I'm, I'm going to go out and try to fix my car, my truck, my son. I think he might have blown it up. Oh, he did. I don't know what he did to it, but I got to go check it out. So I enjoy doing stuff like that. And it's just hot enough that I can go out there and tool around on my truck. Right. Okay. We'll see. All right. We got to talk about this Dak Prescott thing because I didn't hear it. But apparently, I guess, was it in the postgame press conference that he kind of gave credit to the fans for throwing the garbage and stuff on the field, which they say was aimed at the officiating crew? Um, and he kind of gave him props. I guess McCarthy echoed it too in, in mm-hmm. his media availability. Yes, and it's almost it almost gave, you know, you, you don't you don't want to give the fans a voice like that. You know, you don't want to reinforce stuff like that. You know, right. and, and you know, it's like you know, the, the the refs just ran off the field. You know, they always run off the field. Well, what they was never it? stick around. What was the big de- I mean, that, Dallas has been the most penalized team the entire season. Well, okay, at the, so, the end of the game, at the end well, of the game, they were trying to get the ball set so they can have enough. Yeah, snap. but the official has to set the ball. That's what they the fans don't understand. That umpire's got to get in there and set the ball. They can't just line up themselves and just snap the ball. That's what they're trying to say. That they were they were ready to go, and the official wasn't there to set the ball, so the time ran out on the clock. Well, I mean, you know, hey. That's Tough. a game. That's yeah. what happens in a game. That's yeah. what happens when you take a quarterback sneak with 14 seconds to go <laughs> and, and you, you you gain too much yardage. Maybe you just slide four yards shorter. Right. You right, know, exactly. I mean, I, to blame the officials on that is a joke. That that was a horrendous play call in well, that see, spot. I mean, 
you you give the ball to the official, let him set it, then you get around it. You can't just set the ball yourself. Like I mean, right. I'm, I, you know, Dak turned around and put the ball down himself. I'm like I know, what yeah. are you doing? Yeah, yeah. you can't <laughs> that, just set it. Like, he, was about to, hand, he was about to hike the ball. You hand know, like, the ball to the official. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, anyway, and then you uh, impede him from getting to where he needed to get to set the ball. Right. Yeah, so he could get out of there. Right. Yeah, he you was know. kind of a he was kind of a portly uh, right. official. He was a little. Uh, <laughs> A little thick around the middle. I mean, he's not slipping through a gap like that, you know? No, no, no. Yeah. You know, but, and then Dak's all in the way. <laughs> Dak so. said, uh, quote, I deeply regret the comments I made regarding the officials after the game on Sunday. Uh, and then he tweeted, I was caught up in the emotion of a disappointing loss, and my words were uncalled for and unfair. I hold the NFL officials in the highest regard. And I've always respected their professionalism and the difficulty of their jobs. The safety of everyone who attends a game or participates on the field of a sporting event is a very serious matter. That was a mistake on my behalf, and I am sorry. See? Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, to backtrack that, number one, because the league, you know, Goodell probably called him himself like, hey, man, what are you doing? Well, right. How would you say that? Well, you yeah. If you saying? call out the officials in a, in in the media, you usually get fined. Yeah, yeah. So wouldn't you get fined for basically saying I I'm I'm cool with the fans throwing trash? Yes, <laughs> he probably did get fined. But I me, mean, he ain't worried about the money to get no. fined. You know, he's gonna get all that. But the, right. the big thing is, he knows he has to play next year. Right. And don't think that them officials don't carry grudges. grudge. They carry grudges, man. Oh yeah. I can remember playing um, my third year in the league. Hmm. And I did something stupid, and I cussed the ref out. And like a year later, he said, "Uh huh, remember when you did that?" Oh, really? he said something. Yes, to you? he threw the flag. He threw the flag, and it hit me in the arm. You remember what you did last year? Oh man! Or he said, "You remember what you said last year?" I don't so, remember what I said. You don't but, remember it, but this no. guy does. Now he yeah. could he have gotten you confused with another lineman on the same team? Well, it didn't matter because at that point he threw the flag and hit me. So. I know but you Ray don't Rose remember ripping this guy. You don't no, remember ripping him. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, man. I wonder how often that happens. All the time. Wow. Why do you think that, you know, the big stars get a lot of, of, of calls their way? Like LeBron? LeBron always ripping somebody, but they know that they came. Don't don't cross LeBron now. Right. You cross LeBron, you in some trouble. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, man. So, you know, refs are people too, man. So they, they hold grudges. They are? Yeah, man, they they'll hold grudges on you now. They'll let you know, hey, this is this is this is I'm a part of this game. Some you know some refs think they're an integral part of the game. Oh right, some refs think they're they're as important to, to the game as the players. Right, and that's right. where we got a problem. Exactly. Now, did you see this? I saw this yesterday, yesterday afternoon. Uh, report: The Pistons were shifting to hoops here. Yep, made a trade offer. Of Jeremy Grant, Sadiq Bay, Kelly Olynyk, and a first-round pick to the Sixers for Ben Simmons. This is via Bleacher Report. Not enough. Oh hell no! <laughs> oh my God, no! Jeremy and Grant, we 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 had a version they, of Jeremy Grant. <laughs> Jeremy Grant was on this team, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and the Sixers were not excited about the offer. The tweet goes on to say. But then I saw something, I, it was last night or this morning, let me let me find it again, where it was a deal like a, 
I don't know if it was a three-team deal or just a deal with the Sacramento Kings. And there's a couple of players on the Sacramento Kings that interest me. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to try to find the the real tweet, though. And I, I want just some person. It was somebody that I that actually works in the media in Philadelphia was talking about this trade. I mean, it was like De'Aaron Fox was involved coming to the Sixers. Mm. Okay. Keep going. And Maxi would be still with the Sixers. So you'd have Fox as your starting point guard, and Maxi would take uh Shake's spot as the backup, the right. first backup off the bench for as far as a guard goes. And I think it even involved Halliburton. Oh. Uh-huh. Now I'll maybe that, maybe that, that maybe Tobias maybe Tobias Harris goes with Ben. Wouldn't you love that? Well, that that you got me interested now. Uh-huh. That totally changes the outlook on, on this trade. I'm like, if, if that's the case, then we should have pulled the trigger a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um I'm reading something here that the Sixers have offered the Warriors a blockbuster trade for Simmons that would send two all-stars, two young stars, and two future first-round picks to the Sixers for the uh, 25-year-old phenom. Maury's asking price remains high. The Warriors would get Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, and Andre Drummond. The Sixers get Draymond Green, Wiggins, Jordan Poole, Jonathan Kaminga and two future firsts. No, uh, that Dude. still has me interested. Draymond Green playing next to to the big guy. Oh, Embiid. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm into this. I'm interested. Oh, uh, you See, know I'm getting I'm getting interested too. <laughs> I mean, um, then you have facilitate. Yeah, two two or three facilitators on the court. Then yeah, because by by the way, I've had it with Tobias Harris too now. <laughs> I've noticed in your. In, I, I am done with him. What you're saying? Yeah, I'm just done with him. <laughs> I, I don't he know. Should, he should cons- consistently give me at least 21 a game. Yeah, at least uh, 21 a game. What do you have the other night? Seven. I think he had seven. Seriously, he had like five fouls or something and seven points. I'll, I'll look it up. I don't want to make th- people think I'm ripping on him when I don't have facts. Because I'm all about facts. Yeah, you make sure that. All right. I know that, you know, the rest of the media is about narratives. I'm about facts. Let me see here. Sixers, I'll pull it up. Because I wasn't watching. I'll, I'll, I'll admit it. Um, I think it might have been the MLK Day game against the Wiz in the afternoon. Oh, this stupid fucking ESPN site keeps jo- keeps moving around. So you click on something when you and think you're clicking. Thing, and it yeah. clicks on the wrong damn thing. Right, right. Driving <clears throat> nuts. All right, let's go box score. Uh, Tobias Harris, seven points, six personal fouls for a minus 13 in 25 minutes against the Wizards. (laughs) The Wizards. (laughs) Fit to be tied. Yeah, three of 11 from the field. And six personal fouls. I guess you won the game, game. though, right? No, they lost. They got housed. They lost by 19 to the Wizards. Wow. Yeah. And Embiid played, and they lost by 19. Uh Uh-huh. 
Yeah, I guess Tobias still feeling the effects of COVID. <laughs> yeah, I've had it. Uh, I'm seriously, I've I have zero like. So what? I mean, what direction do you go, man? At this point, you know, both parties are willing to sit this entire season out, and you can tell. And there, there seems like you know, there's no deal that's good enough for more. Yeah, I know. Well. I mean, I I don't want to just trade him to trade him, but I want to get right. you know. Some I mean, would you just outline to me? I'm good with that. Oh, I'm good with either one of those things. Right. Now, I don't know right. if they're any. I don't know if they're true. Right. Right. You know, I'm not good with the Detroit trade. No. Uh-uh. No. Not even close. No. Not even close. But if that's really what the league thinks is going to get is done, and that's all they're willing to offer, then we're in trouble. Uh, Samuel Rowe, that's fool's gold there. Yeah, Kyrie for Simmons. That's fool's gold. We we we, they won't even think about that. Now, there's no way they'll think about that. No, you don't think Kyrie for Simmons? Oh no, oh no, <laughs> no, oh no. I'm I don't I I couldn't handle Kyrie here either. To be honest <laughs> with you, All right. well, I could. He, he's gonna give me thirty a game. Yeah, when he plays. Yeah, I, I, you can't guarantee he's gonna play. Well, there's I mean, always something going on. Right, right, right. There's right, always right. something. Okay. Well, we already have something going on. The guy's not even giving us any type of anything. At least you know if he does get on the floor, he's going to give you a straight 30. Well, true. We know yeah. Ben isn't going to give you anything if but he's, defense. If he's into it and he's and he's available, he's going to he's gonna ball. I'll give you that. But All right, now I see Joey B is back and active on the stream. So we got to run this by him because we, we brought him up during the show. and he must Head case for head case. He must have missed it. <laughs> Jeremiah Butler, head case for head case. Yeah, exactly. Can we say head case anymore, or is that frowned upon? It might be frowned upon. Yeah, it probably is. Too late now. Yeah. All right. Uh, Joey B, we had a Colorado State player mentioned in the mock draft from Mel Kuyper with the 32nd pick, the final pick in the first round, tight end Trey McBride going to the Packers, and we need a scouting report. Because Barrett has yet to see Colorado State play. I haven't seen Colorado State play. I haven't either. So we're calling upon your expertise. So you got to give us the download. Give us the scouting report, Joey. Of the Rams tight end. He's the real deal. Oh, yeah. I need more than the real deal. (laughs) He's a man child. Okay. (laughs) Oh, okay. All right. It's starting to take shape now. There we go. There we go. All right. Now, here's the thing I, I need some some answers on. I see tweets from people that I caught that I follow on my timeline with something that is called Wordle. And it's like it almost looks like like blocks of letters will it's come like up Scrabble. in the, similar, I guess. Yes, that's that's a good uh, good uh, analogy. I've seen this game. Everybody Pe- in my house plays it. All right. OK, so you're the guy to ask. But I, why am I seeing it on my timeline? Like, if people are just playing the game, why is it? Why are you tweeting it into my timeline? I guess they're beating people and showing the score because it's like a you know big thing. Like Scrabble's a big thing in in the boss lady's family. Okay, like her aunt is like the queen of Scrabble. She never loses. Okay, so they play this game all the time. All her cousins and nieces and nephews, they all play this game. And they to brag, they throw their scores up on the text oh. lines and stuff like that. All right. So, well, this is this is new to me. 
Scrabble, so you know you might no you Wordle. Might Wordle, Wordle is new. Yeah, to me. Wordle. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it is similar. It, it's it says here. I'm going to say what is Wordle? Um, the latest activity to become a viral sensation during the pandemic. See, now this is why I avoid stuff. When I see things are a viral sensation, I blanch. <laughs> All right. That's supposed to get you more involved. That yeah, it, it, it makes away. me go further and further and further away. Uh, it says here it's a free game where you have six tries to guess a five-letter word through deduction. There is one word for every day. So I guess they supply you with a new word each day, uh, which is the same for everybody. The new puzzle is released every night at midnight. See, now, I, did you I know that? I don't play it, so I, I just I'll leave all that alone. I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm not sitting on my phone, man. I, I hate me. sitting on my phone. I know I hate it. You know, like I I, I leave my phone where it is. Yeah, like if you know? if I'm playing golf with somebody and they're playing Wordle, it's the end. <laughs> Done. It's over. <laughs> yeah, say, hey, look here, bro. No. You either play golf or you leave the phone. Let exactly. me know what you want to do because I I'm good for whatever. Yeah. You want to play Wordle or do you want to play golf? <laughs> you make the call. <laughs> um, no, I couldn't do it either, man. Well, you got to find out like who's the best Wordle player in your household. You know what that would that would involve me having to ask about it, and I'm not asking about it because it's not. in the text. It's in the text chain on, and I, I just I don't have time for it. Okay. I don't have time for that. The game is available for free uh, online at powerlanguage.com or .co.uk slash Wordle. Boy, that's you got to copy that link. Right. Uh, (laughs) Watch out for paid knockoffs on Apple and Google's App Store. So I guess there's fraudulent Wordle programs. Um, That you have to pay for. The original Wordle is currently only available via the web browser. So you got to do that power language deal. And then if you correctly guess the word, you'll be promoted to share your results. Yeah, see, I would never do that. Right. Yeah. You know I would never do it. No, no. <laughs> Twitter is a popular place to post your result. Oh, boy. That's another I- thing I will not get involved with. I just don't like I said. I just don't have time. Yeah, I, I can't do it. I get Even, enough slack for for not checking my emails and my and my texts. Well, that's true. Alone, yeah, if you if if you're not checking your emails because you're playing Wordle, right? It's like a if you're if you're working on a car, that's one thing, or fishing. Exactly. You know, those are decent excuses. I, I fish all the time, man. So I mean, I wouldn't. I, if I'm fishing, I'm definitely asking for. And it's in, you know, like my my captain just said, the great thing about fishing, because once you get out there, no signal. There's no ah, towers that's true. Out there. Yeah. So that's... you get me, like just before I get into land. Mm-hmm. But when I'm out there, it's me against the ocean. Right, you know what I'm saying, and I'm I'm just worried about that. I'm not trying to hear about anything but fishing. You know, I'm jigging away, casting away, or whatever it is. You know, right? See, you're like me with fishing, the way I am with golf. Yes, yes. it's it's very similar. I can tell just by hearing you talk about it. All right, the other thing that I wanted to run by you in the final couple minutes, I found a show the other day on Netflix. It's got one season, and I think there might be eight or so episodes. I watched the first episode. It's kind of scary. 
What? Where are you on scary kind of stuff? I'm not a scary movie type of guy. Well, I mean, it's not a horror flick, I don't think, but it's scary. It's like a thriller. Okay. It's called Archive 81. Let me write this down. On Netflix. This guy who lives in New York City is like an archivist of like tapes. He's got, his specialty is sort of restoring like old video or audio tapes that have been damaged. Apparently, I mean, it's a it's a trade, I guess. And this guy's really good at it. Mm-hmm. But he's got a past. He's got a history. Um, you know, spent some time, a little, you know, mental illness, had a traumatic experience as a kid. And I'm, this is all stuff that you kind of get a little bit of in the first episode. Mm-hmm. And all this, he gets a special assignment to put together, you know, redo all these tapes that were damaged in a fire. And yet stuff comes back. It, like it's starting at the end of the first episode. You're like, oh, man, <laughs> right. I got to watch the next one. You know, <laughs> it was pretty good, but it's a little scary. It's a little creepy. OK. You know, Archive 81. I'm on it. All right. I'm on it. Okay. John Dickerson said, I started that too, Harry. It looks good. Um, yeah, I think you might. I think you might like it. And I'm telling Let's this out loud too because my mom listens and she needs a new show, I'm sure. She's seen everything on Netflix <laughs> twice. Right. I'm just about, you know. Yeah. I, I'm just about done with it, man. Did you I've start seen... The Man in the Arena? You know what? I went on to try to start it. How about I don't have ESPN Plus? Oh, my God. Now I got to get ESPN Plus. I went to go look at it yesterday, and I don't have Plus, so I got to go through the... So is it easier to go on your phone first and do it or on, on, on the TV and do it first? Well, you can do it. You got to sign up on... Like, I signed up on the website. On See, I'm ESPN. on Disney Plus already. Okay. Well, do you have the Hulu Disney Plus bundle? No, that's what it kept telling me. Okay, I might as well get the bundle because I you have. Might Hulu as well also. get the bundle. It's like thirteen ninety five a month for Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus, which is pretty okay. good. Because you watch that Disney stuff. Yes, I do. I don't. I only went for the ESPN Plus with the PGA Tour Live. That's six ninety five. So I'm all yeah, into you, the. You got to sign up. The... Sign up. Here we go. Yep. So I'm going to sign on it right now. John Dickerson says Vigil on Peacock is good. See, I don't have Peacock. I'm out on the Peacock. I got Peacock. I have that Peacock. Well, of yeah. course, you're an NBC with, guy. Yeah. Yeah. Comes with everything. Yeah. I mean, you know, my wife wants to get the Paramount app and all this other crap. You know, because you got to get that to watch Yellowstone, I think. I heard man, Yellowstone. Everybody's talking about Yellowstone. They're yeah, it's you- a Kevin Costner, uh, Jean, uh, John. <laughs> okay. They said it. Uh, they said it. You know, when you start watching that, next thing you know, you're wearing cowboy hats, cowboy boots. Uh huh. Yeah, you want to go to move to Montana? <laughs> I'm definitely not moving to Montana. No, I know. Well, in the summertime, it's gorgeous. It's great in the summertime. You'd love the fish up there. Oh yeah. Oh. I could see you in one of the, like the the Snake River, you know, in your I was hip right waders, there. your hip waders doing your doing the fly fishing. I was right there. Yeah, right there. <laughs> All right, I got the Disney bundle now. <laughs> Joey B says if Harry put on a cowboy hat, he'd be a Yellowstone character. <laughs> 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 oh man! Oh, so you got it now? 
I'm almost done. All right, yeah. so you will have no excuse but to watch at least one episode of Man in the Arena between now and Friday. Yep. You can you do that between now and Friday? Yes, I would. It will be done. All right, and you got to let me know if Seth ever responds to you. We'll try to get him on tomorrow then. Uh, yeah, either way, either yep. or Friday, either yep. that or Friday. It doesn't matter. Uh, AJB, not reverse cowgirl hair. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! And on that note, yeah. And on that note, oh goodness! All right, we'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for everybody checking in. Uh, like the, uh, you know, like the page. Sign up for the notifications. And uh, Sills comes your way today at four o'clock. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. You know you like being right. That's why you should enroll in an Independence Blue Cross plan. It's the health plan chosen by more people than any other, with more doctors and hospitals, more benefits that really rock, more of the coverage you want for the right price, including free doctor visits 24-7. It's a choice you can feel good about, because when you're right, you're right. And when you've got Independence Blue Cross, you're right where you need to be. Call 1-844-200-2583 today to get an Independence Blue Cross plan. of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for 129 each, then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for 249 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.